Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's going down. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to Three Point Stands with Sean Smith and my great co-host Drew Garrison, baby. We have a lot to talk about on season two, episode 10. We're going to jump right into it with the major thing that's going on right now around the NFL with the trade deadline just hitting that 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. Um, Drew, let's jump right into it. What do you see as the was the biggest trade so far? A record, actually, the most trades on trade deadline day in NFL history, uh, 10. So, yeah, man, it's not the, it's not the normal day that it used to be. Um, I think the biggest trade, though, happened uh, – I think yesterday, Roquan Smith to Baltimore, man. That's as a Bengals fan, I don't like that. I don't. I don't want to play that guy twice a year. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, he's a he's a game changer, but as you know, they don't want to pay him, so it's gonna work well, that's out the great. Thing, they gotta want to pay him, and and Lamar's gonna want to get paid. So yeah, they they got a lot. They're gonna have to put on the books, but that is a that's a game changing play, man. You're you're watching teams that are that are in contention really go for it and it's hard to blame them um you got you know you got i don't think i mean the bears aren't really in it but they went out and they're like okay justin fields needs a weapon so they got him chase claypool i think chase claypool kind of sucks i can't believe they got a a second rounder out of him but they they knew fields needed a weapon they went out and they tried to do it so you got to give them credit for that i mean he he was doing it with no name receiver so you had to. He's doing it with no name receivers. Then you also got to look at the the Dolphins Broncos trade. Bradley Chubb, yeah, going to Miami. That's going to be another big one. They they needed some pass rush, and they 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 pulled the trigger too. They they've they've turned into a haul on that trade that they um, they did when they essentially traded the picks so the Niners could get Trey Lance. I, I saw a graphic earlier. What they've gotten back out of that trade is Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb based on the first rounders that they got from San Fran that they flipped around. They've turned the, those first into Waddle, Hill, and Chubb. That's a hell of a job by the Dolphins front office. No, nah, most definitely. I mean, that's great, but also that's great by the Bears. With the Bears, too, because the Bears have a lot of money, too, now. All the pick they have. That's why they're going to have a lot of money in the in, um, free agency this coming year in this offseason. I believe it's it's close to or a little bit over a hundred million dollars. So yeah, the Bears are going to be players. Um, and they, they were obviously not going to pay Roquan Smith. That was never in their plans. So you get a second round pick out of the guy. I don't know what else you can ask for. I mean, if nobody's going to offer a first for him, I think they have two first rounders that year too. So. Yeah, so the Bears will be able to get back in it. I mean, you know, if, if they make the right moves with all the all the cash they have. Another move that I like isn't going to do anything this year, but I really like Jacksonville going and get Kevin Ridley. Yeah. That 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 that's I think a big trade. Trevor Lawrence needs a weapon. Christian Kirk hasn't been it. All right, he's been all right. He's been mid. He hasn't been great. Uh, yeah. Calvin Ridley's damn good. I think people are just forgetting because he's been suspended for the betting thing and all that. But Calvin Ridley's one of the best route runners in the league. He's a deep threat for Trevor Lawrence. So I think that that's going to be a good trade as well. Um, it's, obviously, it's not going to do anything this year. It could be a lot. You do a lot for them. I mean, I, 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 that, that's a good 
that that was a good pickup. You know what I mean? Um, also, I forgot the Broncos acquired uh, a defensive end too. Yeah, they got. There was somebody else in that trade. I, I can't remember who it was. Some Jay Martin out there. I can't. I'm not. I'm not. Savior. So I don't know. But man, I don't lots, know. lots of willing dealing, and and that's that's what teams that are either fringe playoff teams or teams that are really in contention are going to do. You saw the you saw Philly go get Roquan Smith. You know, and they're they're the best team in the NFC, maybe the best team in the NFL. They still went out and got better. Um, you know, you saw a little trade with Buffalo getting Naheem Hines from um, from Indianapolis for Zach Moss and some picks. Not a major trade, but I, I think Hines is talented. I just don't think he was getting used right in Indianapolis, who just fired their offensive coordinator today. Um, so that that all kind of adds up. So I mean, you know, a team like the Bengals, who you know, Awuzie, one of the best corners in the league, the best corner on the team, blows his knee out yesterday. Uh, and that ass whooping against the Browns and Bengals are stuck because they only had $3 million in cap space. So they weren't able to really go make any trade. You can't bring in more salary than you have on the books. They don't have anybody's salary worth really trading out. So teams like that, they're just kind of stuck. But the teams that, that are able to move pieces around, create cap room or already had cap room are able to go for it. Uh, most definitely, man. But you, you know, even my chiefs made a trade, you know, with Felton, former game, my game cop, you know, to uh, Atlanta, it's a big deal. Yeah, they, are. They, they they got some good play out of him too. I was kind of surprised that they traded him. Herman finally got some good play out of him. You know what I mean? Um, I know a guy that you don't like. I traded too to back in the division. My man Will. Will's a cool dude, man. <laughs> oh, you know him? Yeah, I know him. He's a real cool dude, Maybe. man. Maybe, maybe pay, well, they, pay, they paid him in Washington. You know, hey. you gotta let me. Yeah, you, you gotta let me talk to him, man. He was talking all that shit about Bengals fans when he left. Oh man, all right, I gotta see. Yeah, I gotta see if I can get him on the show. You know, I I want that matchup against against him in Pittsburgh in a couple weeks because he 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 talked all kinds of crazy shit when he left. Just on like we didn't. They drafted him. They played him. He had some good years. They got Cheetah Bay, Awuzie, and Mike Hilton for cheaper combined than, than William Jackson would have been in Cincinnati. It didn't go well in Washington. You can't knock the guy too bad. Who does really well in Washington? I um, get it. Washington, he, didn't Washington, have, he, he, didn't have, he didn't have to shit on the diehards like us on the way out, man. He didn't have to do that. Uh, I think that's also because he was hurt. We didn't uh, do that. We treat all high guys, huh? They just they just get in their feelings and be sensitivity, Ralph Tresrant, you know. So, and mean, they said they said his preferred destination was Pittsburgh. So does he does he want to play Cincinnati twice a year? I was surprised Pittsburgh traded for his contract. To be completely honest with you, I thought they were going to have to cut him. Nah, Pittsburgh has money. Yeah, but he just hasn't been good, and that's a that's a pretty hefty contract to take that's on. It's the defense that you're in. And they like I mean, the command. The commander's defense is not the best either. I mean, they got all the first rounders up front. I got a client there too, so I mean, you see what's going on. Um, it's just crazy. I guess just, that's a that's a Terrell Ter Austin reunion for him. Uh yeah, to make him feel better. I mean, that's a, guys like to go where they feel comfortable and they got a coach that they can trust. 
Yeah, I mean that makes sense. He he was Cincinnati's defensive coordinator in eighteen. I think I think Jackson that was Jackson's rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I mean? So that's a good that's a good good good, good pickup for him. I'm just saying, man. I I want that matchup, and I want to cook him because he talked that shit. How it is? Yeah. Speaking, I'm thinking about the guy from uh, T.J. Hawkinson. I know he's like, man. I went from a losing team to a great team in the division too. Going, I mean, you don't see those in division trades very much. Yeah, I'm just wondering if if. My thing is next is Dan Campbell fired. Gonna get fired at the end of the season. Man, I'm starting to think so, and I hope not because I really, really like him. And he's gotten stuck with Jared Goff. They fired their DBs coach. Um, you know because the, the defense has been very bad. But man, I just I hate it for Dan Campbell because he's su- I, maybe he yeah, maybe he does suck. He's gonna fire Aaron Glenn next. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe he does suck as a head coach. I don't know. I just really, really like the dude. Ah, uh, you watched so hard fucking dude. hard knocks. That's what it was. So he was great yeah. on hard knocks. He was fucking hey, he great. Was my teammate, so trust me, I I get it. I play with the guy. I understand. But as you know, the NFL is about what have you done for me lately? Oh yeah, it's All a win loss league. It's a win loss league. Guess what? Mm, we don't want you no more. When you're not winning. That's how it is. That's how it is for everybody. Now my guy do my guy do Stanley might not even get a head coaching job now. See that that does kind of suck. I like Do Stanley a lot. He was great on Hard Knocks too. I like personalities, man. I'm a I'm a dude that likes personality. Like when when it comes to like UFC, like I I like to watch UFC, but I don't really follow that shit. I just like the guy that talks shit and has a cool personality. Mm. Shit talk gets me. That's why my shirt says uncut. That's how I like to get down. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Shout out to our sponsors too, man. Everman Water Cookie Society. Um, yeah, man. But you know, just, 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 just with all what's going on in the NFL right now, it's just, just, just a lot. Um. We're basically at the midway of uh, uh, of the season. So, with that being yeah, said, okay. <laughs> uh, midway of the season, let's, let's jump into them picks, man. Let's get into a little bit of them picks. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Through eight weeks, Sean Smith, 66 wins, 56 losses, one tie. The, the student, Drew Garrison, 77 wins, 45 losses and one tie we both went 10 and 5 last week so the pace is staying right where it's at we both went 11 or 10 and 5 excuse me you got me on the Bengals browns game we'll have to talk on that because i'm pissed we'll have to talk about that but you, you picked that game up on me you got the seahawks i really i really believed in the giants they went and got their ass whooped uh so you got me on that um See where else you got me. You got me on Bucks Ravens too. The, the the Buccaneers are fucking dead. I I told you that. Yeah, you did. I, I thought I didn't think there was any way in hell Tom Brady was losing. But you saw that divorce got finalized, right? They finally came out public with it. So you know, and they and they had a bye week. So you know what Tom Brady's gonna do? He's gonna show up to the next game against the Rams with a haircut, a new woman. 
he's going to throw seven touchdowns against the Rams. I ain't going to say he's going to have a new woman, <laughs> but um, he's going to pull up with Kim Kardashian. No, just um, it's funny. You know, it's a touchy subject a little bit because I, I I went through that before uh, when I was playing for the Chiefs in my first marriage. Going through a divorce and still trying to play. I mean, it didn't affect my play. It actually motivated me uh, more to uh, get the fucking job done. But it was just more so of a hassle of traveling back and forth, trying to see my kids and just doing certain shit. But at the end of the oh, day, oh yeah, man, it's definitely got a it's got a weigh on you. I mean, I think that's what was really weighing on Tom Brady, like what was going on. People don't understand that divorce is is, is, is difficult. Um, and to be playing and then dealing with and not winning, dealing with so much shit, and then he's a high profile player. You know what I mean? So it's like Yeah, everybody's talking about it. It's, it's, it's under scrutiny every time you turn on TV. Oh, this is this like yo, he's he's human. You know what I'm saying? It's no different like if you used to get a divorce or anybody else, the president, anybody. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it is, man. Like this when stuff like that happens in your personal life. But that's all he asked for because that shit is, yo, don't ask me about it. If it's about football, you can ask me about football. Don't ask me about nothing else. There's yeah, no there's need. no need to. There's no there's no need. And that's that's how shit that's how shit goes for anybody, man. I'm a regular ass dude. Shit goes bad in my personal life, or shit goes bad with my house. Shit, I mean, it fucks me up, you know. Like I've been in a fucked up mood for weeks, and that's the same thing for Tom Brady. Like, fuck. He's got kids involved. It's terrible. And yeah, and as a quarterback, it's even different because there's so much that goes into being a quarterback mentally, right? You have to be so mentally invested. And that's how Brady's been his whole career. He's fully bought in, fully, he's diving into the game and he's entrenching himself in it. Now you see he's got this to worry about. He's he's missing parts of training camp. He's flying out to weddings and missing walkthroughs. Like his his mental is 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 not right. And it's hard to blame the guy for it. He's going through a lot of shit. Nah, you're right. You can't expect a guy to be himself with all that shit on his shoulder. But he's a pro football player. He's a dude, so nobody gives a fuck, right? Like, just be a man. That's that's how that shit goes. Nobody gives a shit. But they want to talk about it and there's stories about it. And it's like, give this dude a little bit of a damn break. I'm not giving any excuses for why their team's not doing well. I'm not giving any. I mean, you got to go win football games. When you line up, you got to go win. But damn, man, give this dude a break. No, you gotta give him a break. If you don't give him a break, it's gonna be shit. Shut up, you know what I mean? But now that that whole thing is finalized, it makes me wonder: Is he gonna call it after this year? Or is he gonna, you know, if things continue to go this way and they go down, and he goes out kind of in a sad way this year? I almost feel like Brady's gonna be like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing that. I'll get my mind right in the offseason. I'm gonna come back again next year." I just can't see him going out like that. I could see him going out losing in the playoffs, losing in the AFC or the NFC Championship, something like that. But I can't see him going out like this with you know I this record in this team. But right now, she right now they just gotta try to win a division. And see what happens. And I don't count. Yeah, and that division's still wide open. Wide open. The Falcons had a chance. Oh, that the Falcons did take control of the division, thanks to uh, DJ Moore ripping his helmet off after a touchdown. Uh, that that bomb from PJ Walker could have won him the game. Took his helmet off in the celebration, fifteen yard penalty, made it a forty eight yard extra point. Obviously, the dude missed. 
game goes into overtime, they don't get it done. That's a tough. That's tough, man. How, the dude was excited. It was a 62-yard bomb with like 12 seconds left. The guy was excited. He took his helmet off. I don't really like that rule. He didn't take his helmet off and score a fight. He was on the sideline when he did. He was out of the back of the end zone. He wasn't on the playing field. I just feel like that rule is kind of soft when they're like, you're allowed to celebrate and all this shit now, right? They brought back the celebrations because that's entertaining. That gets plays on TV and online. It's not like he took his helmet off and was talking shit to everybody. He just took his helmet off because he was excited and looking at the crowd. So I think that that rule is kind of fucking lame. But that game was enough for for Carolina to say that Baker Mayfield is not our starter anymore. P.J. Walker is. No, you're right. Yeah, he bought out. They they come to Cincinnati next week, and I fucking should be scared because apparently we'll go out and lose to the two and five fucking Browns on Monday Night Football and just get our ass whooped from the fucking gun, from the jump. Yeah, but you, you guys are overrated, like I told you guys, man. Before you didn't want to believe that, but hey. It's, cool, it's a matchup thing with Cleveland, man. I I knew going in how that game was going to go. Cleveland is a terrible matchup for the Bengals. They got oh, Miles Garrett. The battle, the battle of Ohio is just different. People don't understand that. But the way these teams are constructed now, they're just they're just built to beat the Bengals. That's just the way it is. Miles Garrett's a fucking freak in nature. I mean, they doubled him last night with Jonah Williams and Samaj P. Ryan. It was a good double team. You can't ask the guys to do much better. Miles Garrett's fucking 6'8", 280 pounds, whatever, and just does this crazy-ass spin move, gets right by him, hits Burrow. Like, man, what the fuck What the fuck are you going to do with that, man? Like, sometimes the guy's just a fucking freak. Nick Chubb's the best running back in the game. They bullied us. Their line, our defensive line's been banged up. That's not an excuse. I don't do that. Oh, we're hurt bullshit. They should have won that game. The Bengals went into that game healthier than Cleveland did. Nah, it's just did. a matchup thing. And Cleveland has our fucking number until we go out there, we line it up, and we do something about it. That's just the way it is. It's not because Jamar Chase was out. It's not because DJ Reader was out. It's not because people were getting hurt. Since Stefanski's been there, they've got the blueprint. They own us until we line it up, put the ball down on 30, and run it. That's what it is. Hey. Got a down pack, huh? uh, There's just so much. Like, I got buddies that are big Browns fans. We talk about it so much. There's so much in like involved in that game. When you look at it, it's just like what the Bengals do well. The Browns defend best, and they didn't even try. Don't get me started. But the Bengals didn't run the fucking ball. Joe Mixon had eight carries last. That's what I was just about to say. What the Bengals do best at? They haven't done it. Run the fucking ball. No, they don't. They 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 throw the ball best. But here's the thing: Cleveland has a bottom five run defense. Joe Mixon has not looked great this year. Don't get me wrong, but Joe Mixon had eight carries in that entire game, and this is before they were down twenty five to nothing and had no choice but to throw. They could have tried to establish the run earlier on in that game. They abandoned it, though. and they and they, they just abandoned it. Zach Taylor. When the offense that he wants to run doesn't work, he cannot adjust. He's he he cannot adjust. Chris Evans comes in, picks up 23 on a third down or something, you know, six round running back out of Michigan, got in a little bit of trouble, had plenty of talent, comes out, makes a great play in the first quarter. 20, I think 23 yards, picks up a third down, doesn't see the field the rest of the fucking game. So it's like, what are we doing? Like, we're down a receiver. 
Our wide receiver four, Mike Thomas, comes in, drops a ball that he should have caught. He's not very good. Chris sure. Evans comes in, makes an impact, and then they just sit him. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't play the rest of the game. So, like, what the what the fuck are we doing here? Well, I mean, that's just. I can't even make an excuse for. <laughs> There's not, there isn't one. I know that's there, there isn't one. I understand you're missing the explosion of Jamar Chase. All right, there's not many dudes in the and league, that, and that's what I was about to say. Like him, Jamar Chase, it shows everything. Yeah, but you should beat Cleveland when you still have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Hayden Hurst. Like that, you should be able to beat. They were giving up. They gave up 38 points to fucking Bailey Zappi. Like, come on, dog. You can't score on them just because Jamar Chase isn't out. It's because the Bengals are built on big plays. If the big splash play is not there and the offense, the RPO that Zach Taylor wants to run, he, he's not capable of adjusting in-game to fix anything. And it's just sad. And the, the, yeah, they're going to beat up on bad yeah, teams. No and Yeah, there's, there's no adjustment there. So, And they, they went under center, I think, one time last night, and everybody in the stadium knew it was a run, and it got stuffed. There's, it, it, I, I like that they've adapted to the shotgun. I think that this is a shotgun offense, and that's the way that it needs to run. But you have to be able to run out of shotgun. Cleveland runs out of shotgun. is one of the best teams in the league at it. It can be there, but you got to give Joe Mixon. They got a different back, though, bro. They got a different running back. They got a different running back now. They got a different running back now. No, no, don't get me wrong. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is the best running back in the game. But – I don't know. Mixon hasn't looked great this season, but the dude had eight carries in the whole game. He should have had eight carries in the first quarter to at least try to get it established. That could have changed. The, a couple run lanes pop open. He gets a couple 10, 15-yard runs or something, and there's a real threat of the running game. Cleveland has to defend different. No, they, they just have didn't to. even try. No, they have to. Yeah, you, you have to. It's a bottom five run defense in the fucking league, and they just – now nah, we're good. We're just going to throw it. We're just going to drop back and let Miles Garrett come at us. And yeah, some dude named Isaiah Thomas was wrecking the game, a rookie out of Oklahoma. I don't even know who the fuck that dude is. Right. He's not a bad player. He could rush the passer. He wasn't a bad player. He wasn't a bad player, but also your, your, no. offensive, your offensive tackle was getting, getting his ass kicked. Okay? Yeah, Jonah Williams was getting beat by anybody that breathed on him last night. Anybody, you're gonna have to move. You're gonna have to start the next subject over. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep keep fucking going. You want to pick uh, games for next week? Uh, it's not even that though. Guess what? My Chiefs, they won last week. It was a bye week. <laughs> they got yeah, you can't tough. lose on a bye. Man, hey, can't lose on a bye. We got a tough week this week though. You know what I mean? Against the Titans, two five and two teams. That's gonna be the game of the week. You know what I mean? Look at the things and look at the grand scheme of everything, man. Yeah, Vrabel's got the boys playing, man. Henry's still doing his thing. Yeah, that, that that's not going to be a super easy win. I think the Chiefs will win it, but let's real quick. Let's talk about this. Is Josh McDaniel still not ready to be a head coach? Ah, Josh McDaniel should be fired too. He sucks. Sucks. He sucks. There was a meeting. There was a meeting with ownership. But I mean, he didn't. I don't think he got. I don't think he's getting fired. I think it would have been out by now. But there's something to there's something to watch there. Well, you got to fire him. In well, they just. I mean, they invest money in you. 
I feel like you got Carr, you got Devontae, you got Hunter Renfro. Think he's been banged up. Darren Waller, Eric. Josh Jacobs has been balling. He's been looking good. So it's like everything is not working. Though. It's not so do you think it's a Josh McDaniels thing? Do you think it's kind of like that time in Denver where he's just still not ready to yeah. be a head coach? I, I tell people that before when he took when he got the job, bro. he's not a head coach. He's a good OC. And it's even hard to see that because I feel like everybody can be a good offensive coordinator in New England, right? You saw like Charlie Weish, uh, what what was his name down there in the Texans? Uh, dude with the butt chin. Shit, what was his name? Bill something. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he had Houston there for a while. I don't know. He traded away D Hop and all. I can't remember his name. Um he uh, you see all these guys, Mangini, you know, these guys leave. They're they're these offensive geniuses in New England and then nothing when they leave. Matt Patricia so. wasn't shit had to come back. So I I don't know, but it, it seems like he's just not ready for the job again, and he's got all the talent in the world. He should at least be scoring points. You shouldn't be getting blown out by the Andy Dalton Saints. Shit, the man. red that's rifle. That shit's crazy. That's, that's real. So I don't, real I don't know. Maybe he's uh maybe he's not ready to to be a head coach once again. But if he's not ready now, I don't think he's ever gonna be ready. Never was ready. To be honest with you. You know who is ready? Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. AJ Brown that's catching cool. balls over two dudes' heads and then pointing at him in the end zone like one two like. Going crazy, man. 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 I, I don't know what to say, man. Philly's Philly's the real fucking deal. Philly's the truth, man. The real truth, though. But you know who else though got I, I, I'm, I'm interested to though? The Bills got Hines, the running back. He's not a bad they got they gotta steal the Bills. The Bills is something. He can line up at receiver too. But in the NFC, I think the biggest threat to the Eagles right now is the Vikings. Nobody's talking about the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, because the Vikings don't play nobody either. Six and one, man, they're balling. And on the subject of the Vikings, I want to send condolences to the Zimmer family. Um, Mike Zimmer's yeah. son, uh, everybody knows, Adam. passed away. He was uh, – a former assistant coach with the Vikings. He was actually working as an offensive uh, analyst with the Bengals. Um, died suddenly um, last night. So, you know, prayers out to that family. Condolences to uh, both organizations. Everybody know him. Nothing but great things have been said about the guy. So just hate to see it for him, man. Big, big fan of the Zimmer family from their time in Cincinnati. Zim was my first defensive coordinator in the NFL with the Cowboys. Shit, Zim brought me back to Cincinnati when I left. I left. So, I love Zim in Cincinnati, man. And you know, he, he was kind of a round training. Mean, he, was camp, so. he was in line to be the head coach, the next head coach. Yeah, and, and looking back at it, I think he, he should have been. Um, but you know, on the side of you know the family and everything, just hopefully, you know, they can they can find some comfort and peace through this because it was very unexpected. So shout out to them. Um, not to to move on too quick or anything, but I did want to drop that in there. No, it's that's true. No, that's true. Zim is my dude, like. That's my dude. And his son was cool, you know what I mean? Last time we had a conversation was at the senior bowl. No, it was at the combine this year. We were just talking. And uh, a lot of shit because I got, you know, Zim adapted me into his family. So it was Adam. I got to know Adam when he was being assistant coach when we was with the uh, 
Chiefs. He's moving with the Chiefs. Uh, Coach Gary Gibbs uh, took care of him because I was a good friend of them. So it's crazy. Yeah, man. man. So, yeah. Condolences sent out to everybody on there. So, um, Moving on, man. You know, unfortunately, you know, this is a, a, a sports show, so so we do move on from that. But um, looking at the landscape of the the NFC, who do you think is the biggest threat to Philly? I'm going with Minnesota. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I could just say Minnesota. Right? Well, you got. I mean, you got to go with Minnesota right now. Yeah, that's that, that's who I think. But I still think that you line those two teams up. Philly's going to win that game probably nine times out of ten. I, just, I think Philly's going to. I think Philly's walking to a Super Bowl appearance. You can't count the Giants out because playoffs. Playoffs is different. Yeah, but talent is different. Talent matters. No, I mean, hey, talent matters. You know what I mean? Talent matters. Talent matters just like in that Michigan, Michigan State brawl that went on. Who had the better talent in a brawl? <laughs> Man, come on. Who's going to have the better talent when it's fucking 10 on one? Some soft shit. Yeah, but I don't know what, spark, what, what sparked it. That's what I want to know. Yeah, he could have been talking shit. We, and I will say that. And, you know, everybody with the he's swinging the helmet, press charges, it's just like the Aaron Donald thing and the Miles Garrett thing. It's football. It's different, man. I'm not saying call the cops. But I mean, dude's talking shit. You need you gotta have ten of you jump on this dude. Like there was ten people jumping on two dudes. Like that's somebody's got to just come out and square up man to man. Yeah, but I think one dude was talking shit, and that's how it is. Talking shit to one of our guys, we're gonna beat the shit out of you, and we just and we just lost. So you know what I mean? It's like fuck, we we beating the shit out of you. We jumping your ass right now. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I don't think you got to do all that. But the, nah, James Franklin was talking about that. James Franklin was talking about that a couple weeks ago. Michigan's got that, you know, that that single tunnel that both teams go into and come out of every year before Michigan and Ohio State play. If they're in Michigan, man, they're they're at the doors just talking shit. There's all these old ass security employees trying to break them up. But the the, the funny thing is the video, the video of the Michigan Michigan State thing. All these like security dudes that are supposed to be there, you see them running away. They're like, hell no, I'm gone. Yeah, everybody's oh running away, and everybody has their phone now. So. Now that's what that's what's curious to me. Like, shit, even when the right. fight was going on, and it was a security guy that could broke it up. He holding on to one of the players at Michigan State and recording everything. Oh, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. He had his phone out. I saw that too. He had a conversation, so it's like, shit, what the fuck? Why, why, why should we? Because all that could have been prevented. All that could have been prevented. No, you're right. And now, now I think it was eight kids suspended. Uh, yeah, I saw a handful handful from Michigan State, and I think there is charges being pressed, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think oh, that's hardball being a pussy. It wasn't even hardball; it was the it was the kid's family. They said or, or something. Uh, hardball said charges should be pressed in his press conference. It sounded like a yeah, little bitch I, doing it. I'm like, yeah, I don't man. agree with that. Mel There's Tucker a difference in the real world and the football world. Nah, Mel took it, took it, Mel took it, took it on the chin. You don't condone that shit. You can't condone a kid. He doesn't condone it, but he can't also be responsible for a kid actions in a tunnel. Right. He can't bend and, the grown up kid. 
But Mel Tucker's a fucking fraud. Like that's clear now, right? Who's nah, a clown? I, I know I know him personally, so I can't say he's a fraud. I can coach with me when I was with Cleveland. It's not he's not a fraud. I mean, shit, he's had two winners. What's his third year coaching there? He had two winning seasons now. This is his first season that not winning. So he can't he's just one of them. He's just one of them. I don't know, to, to me, he's just one of them dudes that does a lot of that fake animated shit on the sidelines. But I didn't know you knew him personally. So I guess I should be not. Go, go back to him when he was coaching at Ohio State. Go back to all the questions. You see video of him. That's the same. He's the same dude. Make the same facial expression, yelling, and all that shit. You know what I mean? So I, I can't fair say, enough. I can't say he's a fraud. You know what I mean? If that's the case, if you want to call frauds, the people in Auburn, that's a fraud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Auburn's a joke. Who was in Nebraska? Guy in Nebraska that got fired. You know what I mean? So it's different. You got to also remember, Mel Tucker's the highest paid college coach, isn't he? Uh, he was close. I, don't, I think I think Saban topped him when he redid his deal. So, I think you know. Saban topping. Saban's gonna stay at the top. Gotcha. All right, NFL man, let's do it. Let's let's pick these this upcoming slate of games so we can see how big my lead can grow. I'm gonna pull these scores up real quick. Starting off on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. These primetime games have been shitty. I'm hoping that this is gonna change it up just a little bit. Just to you know, get a little juice in the primetime slate because it is, I don't know, it just it ain't been doing it for me. And now I can't get the shit to load. Man, come on, ESPN, do better. What are we doing? All right, I think I both know where we're gonna go on the Thursday night game. Eagles and Texans. Eagles. I'll be at the game. I might as well. You're going to go? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you're going to be going because I saw the stadium last week and didn't nobody show up to their last game. Going to see my dude, Kyle. Oh, that's going to be hey, that's gonna be dope. I didn't think about that. That's awesome. Uh, then we got Chargers and Falcons. Falcons. Give me the Chargers. You're going with the Falcons? Okay. Artie Smith, your boy. Uh, then we, we got uh, Dolphins Bears in Chicago. So the uh, Dolphins got their new weapon on the defensive side. Chicago's got their new weapon on the offensive side. I'm still going to pick Miami. I'm going Dolphins. I think that when Tua plays, they win. Uh, and then we got Panthers and Bengals. Cincinnati. Um, I'm never gonna pick against them. I'm not you're gonna you're gonna make me pick this after we just got the shit beat out of us on national TV last night and I'm feeling down. I'm still not gonna pick against them. I can't do it. You're going to Falcons? Peter Walker is good. He's gonna give y'all decent hell. So you're going with Carolina? Damn right. I don't like it, man. You can't do that to me. Packers and Lions. Aaron Rodgers, man, took another Last week, but I'm Go yeah. Packers. I'm Aaron Rodgers on that. 
this is going to be a battle of fucking mediocrity. Patriots and Colts. That's in New England. We got Sam Ellinger starting for the Colts now. And then we got uh, the return of the Mac. Mac Jones has got his starting spot back. Um, side note, return of the Mac. Top 10 in the car song. Shout out to Mark Morrison. Um, but I'm going with the Patriots. Gotcha. I'm going to go with the Patriots too. Yeah, I think it, I, I, I don't see it. And then Bills and Jets. You've been riding the Jets train a lot this year. Are you doing it against Josh Allen and the boys? Nah, I'm going Bills. Me too. Nobody's picking the Jets in that. Game, nobody. Though. Nobody. You think? Yeah. And then we got Taylor Heineke, who might be a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. I'm going to just put that Ooh. out there. Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Got you. Minnesota. Yeah, I'm picking the Vikings on that one. I feel like that one's pretty easy. Uh, Going down to Jacksonville, Duval County, Raiders-Jaguars. Raiders-Jaguars. I'm hammering the Jags as well. Now, obviously, Calvin Ridley's not coming to save anybody, but I still think the Jags get it done. Seahawks, Cardinals, man. Geno Smith kind of started balling again. Seahawks. Yeah, I'm actually I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the Seahawks too. Something about the uh, the Geno Smith magic might just start cooking again. The new Call of Duty's still kind of fresh, so Kyler's gonna be playing that a lot. We're gonna run that joke into the fucking ground, and I can't wait. Yeah, so give me the Seahawks. Um, Rams Bucks Brady off the bye, the fresh divorce. Brady off the bye, he's had time to get process everything, get it out of the new cycle. He's gonna get his head right. The Rams are fucked. I got the Bucks. Ah, mm. mm. uh, yeah, you're right. You can make some good point. So you back on the Bucks train. Yeah, then we got Titans, Titans Chiefs Sunday night football. I I'm know gonna go I ahead and write that. down Chiefs for you, but but I mean that's that's a battle of two teams you played for though. So how how do you feel in that? Uh, it's not how to feel. I ain't making no money right now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's paying me a fucking contract now. So so all right. So Chiefs for you, and then Monday night football, Baltimore. Going down to New Orleans, and oh, hey, an old, maybe an Andy Dalton versus the Ravens matchup. We've seen those before here in Cincinnati. I am going to go. I'm gonna let you pick first. I'm gonna let you pick first because I'm wrestling with it. I ain't going Andy Dalton. I'm not. So that tells you. That's all you need to know. You said you are going with Andy Dalton. Oh fuck, Andy Dalton. Carrot top up. Oh. So you're going Ravens. Uh, yeah, you hate I, need I don't want to pick Baltimore because it's division. So go, go. You're right. You're right. Now listen to this. Listen to this. I look, I talked a lot of shit about Ravens fans on Twitter before the Bengals and Ravens played. The Bengals lost. They gave me shit. I took it. I deserved it. I started it. I asked for it. The Bengals go out and fucking lose to Cleveland last night. All of a sudden, motherfucking Baltimore fans are replying to tweets that I sent a month ago. 
talking shit to me about this game. Like, who the, why the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? You're not even playing. They're trolling you right now. That's all they're doing. What you do? You getting a taste of your own fucking medicine, bro? Nah, so I don't troll mad. like that. I talk to hey, hey, I don't hey, troll. Hey, like hey, that. hey, hey, hey! Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. I'm, they're they're coming at me. They're coming at me after the Bengals lose to a team that they used to be, and it's a division rival of theirs. So, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Come at me after you, after Baltimore beat Cincinnati. I get it. I don't know where the fuck you guys are coming from now. All these Ravens fans on Twitter, dude, are fucking 15 years old. I think that fucking Halloween candy last night just had them you know, hyped up. But fuck Baltimore's fans is what I'm really trying to say. Um, give me the Saints. Fuck it. All right. I need the Saints to win. Give me the Saints. So I and if the Saints win, I'm gonna go find all them son of a bitches that were in my shit last night, and I'm going back in there Sunday night. Give me the Saints. Hammer the Saints in the Superdome. The Saints come marching in. See, you got me fucking mad now. See, I got me mad. You didn't get me mad. I got myself mad. <laughs> you got yourself mad. You hit it right. In I, I got myself all worked up. I got myself a little bit worked up. Um, that's kind of kind of my fault. It's kind of my fault. Um, so yeah, man, that's I, that's all the biggest news, right? I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. That's a little bit about it. Also, um, today's the first. Also, my nonprofit, the Sean Smith Ninety One Ways, partner up with Operation Turkey. We're raising funds for Thanksgiving. Um, I gotta uh, send you the flyer so we can put it up for the next show. Send the link out. Donations. Yeah, send you know. me a link so I can donate too, man. Send me you, a man. donation link. Gotcha. I got you. Got you. Uh, I see the flyers. You just gotta scan the cash app and you can do it um, off of that. And then, other than that, man, ladies and gentlemen, man, just another, another, another great week of football as we prepare for week nine. Man, got no, here fast. We got this week eight or week nine. No, we're going into week. We're going into week nine. Yeah, going into week nine. It's it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, that's, so that's, appreciate this football season, man. It's going by fast, and we're we're gonna be bitching when we don't have it. So. It's good football that's going on right now. So it's nothing crazy. Um, also, shit. What else is going on in the world? Sports world. Anything else that we missed that we we we, we didn't get? In the basketball, uh, college Steve basketball. Nash got fired. Yeah, Steve Nash got fired. My guy from Boston is about to take the uh, Brooklyn job. So I mean, so is that's it, good. Is is he going to be able to start coaching this year? Yeah, he was just suspended from the team. That was in the NBA. Right. That was something from the team. So yeah, the team's going to go coach right now. <laughs> Clean slate, baby. Let's go. I mean, he just he got he he got he got suspended for getting some pussy. Like let let's be real, it was two consenting adults, right? That was two adults that were that, that were consensually banging. He was no fraternizing with the employees. It's a fucking golden rule. I mean, that whole thing seemed a little bit weird to me. Yeah, let's see how that goes. But I haven't been watching the NBA because the Lakers fucking suck. Oh uh, yeah, Westbrook sucks too. So yeah, man. So, I mean, I know that's your team, you know. My Knicks are doing well right now. Um, it's going to be interesting, too, yeah, though. Yeah. College, bowl, college bowl. Talk a little college sports. College football is about to uh, – these predictions for these bowls are about to get a little shaky and a little bit of everything. So, we'll see how that goes, too. Um, what else got going? 
Hey, nobody's fucking with Michigan until they have to go play Ohio State. That game's always a dogfight. But until then, there's not a team in this country fucking with Michigan. Yeah, so that lets me know right now you cool with being a second, 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 because you're front line. They're front line. Your team's a front line. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Just saying. You see the ass Oklahoma State? They're going to. They're going to blow everybody out till they get to Ohio State, and they're going to be in a dogfight is what I was saying. I don't, I don't, but, yeah, I don't, Kansas State beat the fuck out of Oklahoma State. Yeah, they did. It's crazy. It's be yeah, that shit was wild. It'll be real. But yeah, man, that's, that's, that's about all we got for this week. Uh, trade deadline special. Get in here a, a day early. Go over all the big news. Get this out to the people as soon as we possibly can, and then we'll be back in here next week. And I'll be either super pissed off or just just okay. Because even if the Bengals win, it's just the fucking Panthers. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, my Chiefs will still be first in the division, baby. As we head into week nine, we come back off a of victory. Hope everybody has a great week. Uh, shout out again to my daughter team, Autumn. And uh, Prestonwood volleyball team as we head into the playoffs this weekend to dominate. So we'll see what yes, happens. Sir. Expect nothing less. But doubts over here, man. Thanks again, everybody, for listening and joining in once again, man, to the three point stands with Sean Smith and my great co host, Drew Garrison, the number one banking fan. Yes, sir. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.